Okay, good afternoon everyone. Welcome back. We just have uh, two days we're going to spend uh, briefly reviewing the Geras HaMusser of Rav Yisrael Salanter, which is really the foundation of the Musser approach, is articulated in this letter of Rav Yisrael. And in a way, it's somewhat superficial to review the entire letter in two days. On the other hand, it is important, even uh, when it comes to ideas of Musr, to reinforce what we've learned and to review, to help us retain the information. So we'll try today to review the first uh, portion of Igaras HaMusr. But we still begins, and today we're going to try to review fifth, uh, 13 points of Rabbi Yisrael. Rabbi Yisrael begins by teaching us that the imagination, the Kayach HaDimyayin, leads us astray. And it leads us to pursue our desires and to free ourselves from the chains that our Seichel tries to discipline us with. However, it leads us so far astray that it does not even allow us to think about the certain repercussions when Hashem will visit punishment for our deeds and that we'll have to pay the price. And despite the fact that there is this idea that people think, okay, uh, someone else will pay the price for me. I'll blame it on someone else. Not my fault. It's my parents' fault. It's my rabbi's fault. No. No one else will pay the price but the wrongdoer. And sometimes a person thinks, well, uh, I'll just hire someone to go into the oven to get the punishment for me. No. The one who did the wrong, they will get be the one to receive the punishment. And don't think that it's a tolerable punishment because it's not bearable. And despite the clarity one has of Seichel, the imagination is a raging river and the Seichel will drown and it has to be put in a boat and that is to heighten the intellectual ideas that we are already aware of and to elevate them to the status of emotional feeling. Everything in the world, Rabbi Yisrael says, has a general principle and details. Whatever the details have, obviously was present in the general uh, principle, but not everything in the general principle will be in the detail. Okay. What is the general principle of Avodah Sashem? In other words, what is the underlying motivation that will inspire us to have the Hashem. What is all service of God based on? What is the fundamental principle? And Rabbi Yisrael says the fundamental principle of serving Hashem is the recognition that there is severe punishment, grave punishment for Averos, and inestimable reward for mitzvahs. This is what Chavakuk meant when he said, we like to uh, focus on what we call feel good emuna. Feel good emuna. Everything is hashgacha pratis, but that is not the foundation of avodas Hashem. Foundation of avodas Hashem is charva einish, reward and punishment. Rav Yisrael says this belief, the belief that our actions, we are accountable for our actions, it's hidden within us. It is within our consciousness. However, it does not restrain us. We know it, but it doesn't, it's not reality to us. 
And in the meanwhile, we violate terrible sins, be it in our the manner in which we speak, be it in our business affairs, and above and beyond everything, in bitol Torah, not utilizing our time properly. And the greater we are, the greater we are, the more powerful our Yitzhahara is. Rabbi Yisrael then says a very novel shot in the Gemara in Yuma Da'chesam Abayz, where the Gemara says that the first base Hamikdash, why was it destroyed? Because of the three big sins. But the second base Hamikdash, they learned Torah and they did mitzvahs. Why was it destroyed? Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Lazar, they both say, the earlier generations, their Avera was revealed, and therefore their end was revealed. Their Avera was revealed, namely the three big sins, and therefore their end was revealed 70 years. The later generations, their sin was not revealed, and therefore their end was not revealed. And the Gemara asks, which generation was better or worse? And the Gemara says, just look at the Temple. The Temple came back for the earlier generations, it never returned for the later generations. Rabbi Yisrael is a very big, uh, a novel interpretation of this Gemara. You know what it means? The earlier generations were better than the later? Because their sins were revealed and recognized, that means in their heart, they were good people. They had a good panemius. They had a good internal mechanism. However, they committed sins outwardly. The sin of sinas chinam is loinus gala is not recognized because this was a more fundamental corruption of human personality. So, here it is. The greater one is, the more severe one may be sinning. And what will motivate us to serve Hashem and to toe the line and to keep our lives in order? It's not the day of death. The day of death is hidden from man. And we're not even afraid of it. We could read stories about people in our life circumstance, our age, our bracket, uh, pass away, and it doesn't really make an impact on us. Why is that? Why Why are we not shaken up when we hear uh, reports about people similar to our life circumstance die? The answer is, says Rabbi Yisrael, it's because of our many sins. Our hearts are coarsened, they're jaded, they've become insensitive, and not only that, we don't even recognize the sins that we commit. The fact that our hearts are so insensitive means we've committed so many sins that we don't even recognize them. So what could we do? Now Rabbi Yisrael identifies there are two types of sins. There is the sin of taiva, where we just desire something even though we know it's bad for us and we're going to pay the price. We just want it. We desire, desire, passion. Like a sick person who, maybe a diabetic, who they know it's going to kill them and they eat the sugar anyway. And this is what Rabbi Yisrael calls, in Adam elam People don't sin unless a, a spirit of foolishness overtakes a person. However, there's an even more severe type of sin. It's not desire. It's sort of inexplicable. Where we have the opportunity to think a little bit about what the repercussions of our sins will be, and we don't think about the outcome almost to spite ourselves. We could sometimes sin without any desire. For example, the sin of speech, where where a person gains nothing from it. 
it doesn't do anything for us. And the sins of speech are sometimes uh, without any physical benefit, and yet we still commit them. What, why is that? So the Rabbi Yisrael um, deals and ponders the following philosophical question, what exactly is the Yetzar Hara? What is the evil inclination? Is the evil inclination what is uh, a force of Tuma and the Yetzer Toiv is a force of Kedusha? It's, so to speak, a supernatural metaphysical force that the Kayach HaTuma just brings us to sin and the Kayach HaKedusha draws us to mitzvahs? Or is the Yetzer Taiva, desire, physical desire, I want what tastes good, what looks good, what feels good? And the Yetzer Toiv is Seichel. Well, it might taste good, but I know that it's not worth it. Now, the second approach, namely that the Yetzer Hara is desire and the Yetzer Toiv is Seichel, is supported by the fact that different people commit different kinds of sin. Why, for this guy, he likes to eat things he's not to eat. That guy likes to look at things that he shouldn't. That person likes to do things because if... The Yetzer Hara is desire. Well, everyone has a different makeup and a different constitution. Hence, they will be led to different kinds of sins. On the other hand, if the Yetzer Hara was just a Kayacha Hatuma, then everyone should more or less be committing the same kinds of sins. On the other hand, the fact that people commit sins that are illogical and counterintuitive, that seems to indicate that there is a Kayacha Hatuma within us. Here you have somebody who he runs after covet. He's always looking for covet, covet, covet. But when you try to persuade him to do a mitzvah because of the honor he'll get in this world and the next, he's not interested. So how, how do we explain that? That seems to be completely counterintuitive. Why would somebody be uh, um, do things that uh, spend their life running after covet, and when it comes to covet of mitzvah, they're not interested? It must be then, says Rabbi Yisrael, both opinions are correct. We have a Kayach HaTuma that leads us to a sin and a Kayach HaKadusha that leads us to mitzvahs. We have a Taiva that, uh, that is a desire and passion and we have Seichel. And Rabbi Yisrael will continue, as Hashem will try to finish up tomorrow, how the learning of Musr will be able to bolster both types of Yetzer Taiv and counteract both forms of Yitzhah Haram. Okay, everyone. Good to see everyone. Bez Hashem will uh, try to complete this tomorrow. In the meantime, wish everyone a good day.